welcome to Conversations About Life. Well, thanks, Dan. It's good to get together with you. Yeah, of course. It's a beautiful morning. So I'll introduce you a little bit. You're my neighbor mm-hmm. right next door. You live next door with your wife and uh, a young son, Julian, who's, what, a few months old now? He's eight eight months now. Eight months. Yeah. Okay. And I know a little bit about what you do for work. Um, is, is, your, is it computer programming? It's uh, graphic design graphic design. and uh, okay. production art. Okay. For um, a company that... Uh, supplies, you know, goods for people to order who are in car Yeah, com- commissary. Commissary. Commissary okay. stuff, yeah. Okay. Well, um, where did you grow up? Around here? No, actually, I grew up um, about 15 minutes north in South County. Not too, okay. too far away. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I lived there until I was 23. Mm-hmm. Moved out into an apartment, and then at 24, bought this house down here. Okay. Yeah. What part of South County? I grew up in Afton. Oh, real, um, do you know where uh, Madison 21 are? Yeah. Right right around there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, pretty close to the mall, actually. Okay. Yeah, so maybe a maybe five-minute drive from the mall, but not not too far. So big family? Uh, yeah, I have three siblings. Okay. Um, an older sister, an older brother, and a younger sister. So I'm basically the middle child. Um, okay. But actually, we just found out we have another brother. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which is a long story that I won't get into, but um, yeah, the family just keeps growing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting, uh-huh. uh, to say the least. Yeah. So what was your growing up experience like? Uh, I'd say pretty typical. Um, you know, uh, playing outside, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, getting in fights with my siblings. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, I, I would say it was, it was just a pretty typical childhood experience. Nothing earth-shakingly uh, interesting, I'd say. But, you know, it was... Um, I, had a, I had a good childhood. You know, my parents raised me well, I'd think. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Well, how would you describe you to somebody who was just meeting you? Um, I, I would say I am easygoing when you get to know me. I can be a little uh, abrasive sometimes, overpowering, uh, maybe. Um, I'm loud. Um, but yeah, I, I like the outdoors. Um, this yeah. is a perfect setting yeah. to have this, you know. Um, but yeah. Easy going once you get to know me. Yeah. Is, is kind of the, the gist of it. I've noticed you like outdoor things. You have you were kayaking the other day. Mm-hmm. And yep, and fishing and uh, hiking. Haven't been. I uh, used to do backpacking, overnight backpacking for two or three days. Yeah. Um, you know, hiking however many miles and then hike, hike out. Um, I like that. And then we obviously have Julian, which is, you know, stop. Put a stop to that temporarily. I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. Try to get him into it. See if he, you know, a few years from now. So is that something you and Lauren have enjoyed doing together? Yeah, things? yeah, yeah. Um, I would say I'd start. I started getting back into it 
maybe three years after we started dating. So we've been together now for 10 years. Um, in the first couple years, um, I was concentrating on just school. So I was really, really big into that. And then I, had, I lost my, one of my best friends and I kind of got into a, I would say into a depression for a while and I just didn't want to do anything. Um, and it was rough. Uh, but you know, recently here, I'd say in the last four or five years, I've been getting better about it. Um, cause it was, you know, it happened when I was, what was I 19, 20? How did you lose your friend? Suicide. Wow. Yeah. Um, he had a lot of demons, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of, uh, a difficult life. I'd say, um, not because anything his parents did. He just had a lot of, a lot of pain, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and in like my whole friend group, it really hit hard. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's taken a while to not get over it, but come to terms with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause something happened, you know, I, I guess when you're older, you kind of expect to lose friends, maybe not in, in the way I'm describing, but mm-hmm. you know, you know, you, you drift apart or other things happen. Um, but something like that happening when you're that young is, is difficult, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So you were in a group of friends. Um, and he was one of the members. Mm-hmm. And are you still are you close to the other friends? Still? Every single one of them. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, we've all been friends. Um, so everyone that was in my wedding, I've known them since probably sixth grade. Oh wow! Uh, and we're all really, really still close. Um, what kind of school did you go to? Like a regular uh, public, public school? Public school. Yeah, Limburg. Okay. And. Um, what bound you guys together? Was it sports or something else or just... Uh... I really don't... I, I don't know, okay. honestly. Um, I met one of my friends. It was, I think it was just different things. One of my f- uh, friends I met through band. Mm-hmm. I'm best friends with his brother. He was okay. the best man at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other groomsmen. One of them I met in a German class. Mm-hmm. I took eight years of German from sixth grade until I graduated high school. Hmm. Um. Eight years, you said? Yeah, yeah, wow. so oh, seven years, seven. I guess, yeah. Um, we did a little bit in fifth grade to introduce us to it, so we had, like, so you could take, like, French, German, Spanish. Mm-hmm. We did, like, maybe a couple weeks of each, and then you chose. And then sixth grade, we did the same thing, and that was kind of, like, the final decision. Um, so, yeah, seven, seven-ish, eight-ish years of German. Actually, in high school, it was, was it my junior year or sophomore year, I went over there. For uh, a month. Oh, did you? As like an exchange student program. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, stayed in. Exciting. Uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I want to go back. It's expensive. Yeah. Uh, and now is not the time to go back, obviously, with everything that's happening. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. So um, what's, um, how have you kept uh, close together with your friends? Like a lot of times there are these close groups of friends mm-hmm. in high school, maybe college. And then after that, you know, life starts happening and, you know, t- people tend to drift apart. Um, so we used to do a, a float trip uh-huh. every year. Um, go, go down to, I think the last one we did was Merrimack. Yeah. Um, we used to do that. Now everyone, you know, everyone has full-time jobs or they have families mm-hmm. and um, work schedules are, are different. Um, I, th- I think now it's just whenever we can get together, you know, I, I mm-hmm. used to before the whole coronavirus thing, mm-hmm. um, see my friends once every week, 
Oh, wow. Maybe once every two weeks, something like mm-hmm. that. We'd hang out on like Fridays or Saturdays. Um, you'd do something together? Or you'd oh, yeah. They, they'd come over and hang out. We'd watch a movie or something, or okay. we'd go fishing, mm-hmm. go hiking. You know, it just really depends on um, what we were wanting to do that day. But um, now I'd say, you know, you never stop being friends with someone, I think. Even if I haven't talked to someone for a month, I can get mm-hmm. into a conversation and talk about, you know, what's happening with them now or what happened back then, you know, reminisce, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. That actually happened the other day. Uh, one of my good friends from high school called me. He wasn't a part of this group, but we talked for almost an hour straight, not talk, not stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, it's like I said, you never stop being friends with someone. Yeah. Um, and what has piqued your interest in German? My sister, uh, my older sister, um, studied it in high school okay. and a little bit in college. She also did the exchange, the same exchange program as I did. Oh. Um, my grandpa um, is from Romania, which isn't exactly Germany, but he stayed in Germany a little bit before he shipped out mm-hmm. to the U.S. Um, I'm only second generation American. My parents mm-hmm. were first. My m- grandma is Polish from Poland. Okay. Um, so, and then my grandfather was, like I said, from Romania. So I'm second generation American. Um, and I just, I guess just like that Eastern, Eastern European and, um, Europe, it just, it piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really like Spanish, uh, when I, when we did that trial run and I didn't really like French and, and German was just like, I like this. My older sister did it. She's cool. I want to be like her, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if like you're uh, into reading or listening to stuff or whatever, but has there been any, um, book or person or anything like that that's made a big impact in your life? That's a good question. Um, honestly, uh, this is, this is going to sound cliched, but I would say it, it, it's not a famous person. It's not anyone who's written a book. It's not anyone who's done anything super important uh but honestly like my dad has has been a really big influence in my life um he's taught me everything Uh, we've talked about house remodeling Mm -hmm. um i remember the first light switch i ever replaced i was eight with my dad Hmm, he explained everything to me here's where this goes here's you know make sure the breaker's off double check it you know everything Mm-hmm. And from there on, it just kind of built up. Here's how, you know, to make sure your yard looks good. I mean, mine's looking a little rough now, but I'll, I'll blame that on Julian and having a, a newborn. You know, I can't spend all the time I want. Um, yeah, he's he's taught me a lot. And, you know, we're so similar that when I was, I'd say maybe when I started, it was like 12 or 13 when I started going through puberty and everything, we clashed a lot because we're so similar hmm. and I, I think I harbored resentment towards him for, you know, cause I was a teenager and I feel like a lot of teenagers feel like that they're angsty and they think they're always right, even though they're most of the time not. Um, but ever since I, I, I've had Julian and I've gotten married and I've grown up finally. Um, I feel like I'm an adult now at 28. Um, I respect him. I understand everything he did was just, he wasn't being mean because he was being mean. It's because he had my best interest in mm-hmm. mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I would say he has been 
a huge influence on the way I view the world and how I I treat others and how I go about my life. Mm-hmm. Well, when um, you know we were talking and and our other neighbor Jason, mm-hmm. you know, was has been a guest on the podcast, and you were mentioning like you're in the same boat as Jason, and yeah. I think you were referring to. Um, Jason being agnostic about yeah. belief in God. So, um, how in, how has that come about? Is that how you you've always been? Is mm-hmm. that uh, from the influence of your your father, or your dad, or um, or just you know? Tell me about that a little bit. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, so I I was raised Catholic. Okay. I I I wouldn't say we were super devout we didn't go to church every sunday mm-hmm. it would be mostly for holidays or um if my dad just had the inkling uh we're going to church today wake up yeah um and it was fine um i d- it didn't bother me we didn't do youth group we we were just with the regular congregation so we never right. we never went to a separate room with the kids um, right and i don't know why it might have been because when i was younger i was shy and i didn't i didn't want to leave my parents side okay um, we did PSR. I don't know if you know what that is. Public school religion. You go to okay. after school at like, you know, six, maybe, maybe five or six. You go for an hour. Yeah, I've heard of that. And then you, you learn about the Bible and, and you do um, like worksheets and stuff like that. It's public school religion. So it's for kids who don't go to Catholic school. Okay. Um, and we did that until eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Eighth grade is kind of when it, it fell off. Um, the church... I don't want to say the church's name because um, I don't want anyone to be mad about the reasons that we stopped going. But they wanted to do a background check for my confirmation mm-hmm. um, for my aunt, which my mom felt was, I don't know if ironic's the best word, but they had priests that had recently been arrested mm-hmm. for, you know. And she felt that wasn't fair because it was her sister. And that's understandable, but they didn't do it. They didn't signal my, single my mom out and my aunt out. They did it for everyone. It was everyone in the program had to have a background check if they were going to be a part of this ceremony. Um, and so my mom got angry, which she often does, <laughs> uh, for better or for worse. Um, and we were pulled from the program. And that pretty much ended my learning about religion. Um, mm-hmm. At that point, I was also, I don't want to say skeptical, but the world is changing. The, you know, ideas and thoughts about what is right and wrong, I guess. Um, and especially being at a public school, you're, you're exposed to all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think I, my mindset just changed. I didn't agree with a lot of what the Catholic Church believed. And I think it was just a... a gradual separation of me and those ideas mm-hmm. you know and now i'm i'm not atheist i just i don't know mm-hmm. and i don't want to assume because I, I feel like that's it's better for me not to know i think and i don't want to i don't want to think i'm right if that makes sense at all um like it's better for you not to come down on the position when you're, you don't feel confident in it or exactly. something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I don't, yeah. and it's not, it's not out of, because I feel like some people might think it's out of fear. 
like if I'm wrong, then in the end there's gonna be a punishment. It's not that. It's I don't I don't want to be arrogant, and then that's a, that's a that's a personal view for myself. That's not judging anyone else. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to come off as like you said. I don't want to be so confident in that you know. Right. Okay. Um, was that? Would you give thought to um, things about like you know the meaning of life and what's what's it all about and and stuff along those lines? Oh yeah, yeah. I th- I think about that. Uh, I wouldn't say constantly, constantly, but quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially after uh, my friend, yeah. I lost my friend. Um, because it's like it's it's over so qu- and that kind of that that moment made me grow up like we talked about before really rapidly because before that I had lost grandparents and mm-hmm. that's it and, and I mean that's that's hard but it's not the same as someone your age you mm-hmm. know it really made me think you know what am I doing with my life why am I kind of just coasting hmm. you know before that I kind of blew off work a lot you know I, I, I didn't and I would almost say afterwards, it, it kind of put me in a funk where I, I didn't take care of myself. I, I was drinking a lot because um, I, I didn't have any other way to cope, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. The, my, I've come to the conclusion that the meaning of life is whatever you make it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Whether that's um, being like you guys, you, you're devout uh, Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Or what, whether it's, you know, family or friends or whatever it is, it's whatever life is, whatever you make it, which is uh, such a cliche, but you know what life, I feel that's true, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. Um, it's a big truck coming by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can um, see the sense in, you know, we do shape our lives and so forth and decide what's important to us and build our lives and build meaning in that way. Um, That's kind of a different thing than is there some ultimate purpose behind it all type of thing that's the Mm -hmm. same for every human being, though every human being has... um, um, you know, their own way of living and so forth yeah. and finding out, you know, and um, pursuing something that's meaningful to them. So there's, it's kind of like two different things, gotcha. I, okay. I guess, in a, in a sense. But, um, but, um, so, um, what are you, um, okay, so for you, mm-hmm. um, what about what's meaningful to you in life or what are you passionate about? What are you pursuing in life? What's the, um, the most important thing that you want to accomplish in life and stuff like, like that? Well, before Julian, uh, <laughs> well, before Julian, um, I would have said it, it's, uh, t- making my house livable 
um, which isn't, which is selfish, I realize, but um, that was the only goal I had. I was comfortable with my career, where it was heading, and uh, family life was fine. You know, to an extent, you're always going to have issues, mm-hmm. but it was fine, you know. Um, now, my goal as a father, <laughs> which is, that's what I am now. That's, yeah. that's my main job. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure he's healthy and happy. That's, that's the only thing that I'm focusing on now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. Uh, that's I know that's not a, a an extensive answer or right. interesting I guess but that's it that's really it I'm I am here for him yeah you know well, that makes sense I mean um, yeah do you listen to Jordan Peterson no okay <laughs> he's a guy on YouTube um, he's um, but um, <clears throat> yeah he mentions um, pursuing happiness so to so to speak mm-hmm. and um might lead to more frustration than pursuing meaning mm-hmm. and that is kind of more of a satisfying type of of life okay um so yeah having purpose in life like um you're mentioning you know yeah. as being a father and so forth um well, what are you naturally good at I would say art, honestly. Art? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, my parents have, you know, my mom's hung my, I mean, she's my mom, but she's hung my artwork on her walls uh-huh. and on the fridge, obviously, when I was a kid. But um, she has, uh, the one thing that sticks out in my mind is she has this plate that I made in preschool. Uh-huh. I'm impressed. For a four-year-old, <laughs> I, it was it was under an ar- underwater scene. There was like a shark and some crabs and like a dolphin or something. It didn't make sense biologically, but. I I was impressed as a four year old how well it looked. Uh-huh. I was and so you know initially when I went into college I was going for chemical engineering, which is a big change compared to what I actually started doing, which was graphic design and illustration. Yeah. Um, I I think I decided to change because I didn't like I loved chemistry. I in high school I did chemistry for two years. Um, I did like AP Bio and stuff like that. Once I got into college, I kind of lost that passion. Mm-hmm. And since I was naturally good at art, I was still drawing. You know, I took drawing and uh, art classes and all through high school. But I didn't see that as a way, a way to make a career or to make money, mm-hmm. which you need, <laughs> you know, if you yeah. want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would say I'm naturally good at art. Hmm. Um, do you have a website or blog where you display your artwork? I do okay. not, surprisingly. Um, is most of your art done um, by hand, the old-fashioned way, or is it more digitally? It's, I'd say it's a mix. It depends on what, how I'm feeling that day. Um, okay. For a few years, I got really into um, pen and ink. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'd, I'd either start out with just pen and ink and just go from there or sketch something out and do uh, line art like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love printmaking. Mm-hmm. So um, once I get the basement finished, mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing woodblock prints and oh, start really? start wow. um, messing around and experimenting with that. But silkscreen is where I really, hmm. I, I just, I love the process. I, it's not actually make, because printing is quick. Mm-hmm. Once you print, it's it's 
10 seconds, it's done. Mm -hmm. It's the process of making the screen, making sure that you burn the screen correctly with the, the, um, the, uh, chemical, the photochemicals Mm -hmm. and then rinsing it off and making sure that your, your DPI is correct and everything. It's just, I loved it. Mm -hmm. I love the process of it. Cleaning the screens. That's like to everyone else in that class. That was like the most boring part, but Mm -hmm. the process of making it Mm -hmm. was the enjoyable part because the, the printing, like I said, it takes 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing a one color, yeah. it's quick and it's over with. Mm-hmm. So, um, the silk screening, is that something you're planning on doing at home or you're tra- talking about block printing? That's, Oh, you know, I have, I, I did some, um, I did some commissions. Uh, someone made some art that I had, uh, burnt and we made coasters out of them. Okay. Um, and I did that maybe a year ago. Uh, and I also did a few other coasters, like St. Louis um, branded coasters, okay, for yeah. um, for them in their craft website. But yeah, I I, I used to um, do silk screening at home, okay. But I don't have a washroom now okay. since yeah. we got our our. Uh, I used an old shower, yeah, connected to a drain for a washroom, but yeah, yeah, no longer. So what? Um What's a weakness that you have? Or what do you tend to think of when you think of, well, this is not what I'm naturally good at? <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say like a character weakness. I, I have a, a short temper. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it or heard it. Um, I, I, it's, I, I don't know what it is. I, I've worked on it for years, but I just have a short temper. Um, I wouldn't say, I'm, an, I'm a quick learner, not to brag, I wouldn't say I have like a weakness. I'm not inherently bad at anything. I feel like everyone's kind of bad at something when they first try it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would. I just have a. I have a very short temper, okay. which isn't good at all. <laughs> and I understand that. Yeah. Um, well, where do you hope to be in life in ten years from now? So the ultimate goal, I would say, is. I want to have land, mm-hmm. but just, you know, a couple acres, have a bigger garden. Um, animal rescue is something that me and Lauren have always talked about hmm. since moving here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know what the gentle barn is. No, it's an animal rescue um, that takes in, you know, any, anywhere from like pigs, cows. Um, I think some have done foxes. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> But animal rescue, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've talked about doing that um, up until Julian. Um, mm-hmm. It was something that we were hoping to do eventually. Um, I've talked with friends about doing like dog rescues, mm-hmm. um, just things like that. I think, I think that would be the ultimate goal, you know. Oh, really? Wow. So um, you have two dogs, and um, <laughs> how did you obtain them? Were they through rescue or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, both of them were from both rescue. Sadie, the beagle, the mm-hmm. loud one, um, I rescued her from the Humane Society when I was 18. Okay. So she's about 10 now. Wow. 10 or 11. We don't really know how old she is because they didn't know. They rescued her off the street, and they estimated she was eight months. I think she's a little older, but who knows? Um so I've had her for about 10 years, and then Finley we got four years ago, right after we moved in. <laughs> okay. Um, and we rescued him from this place called Camp Chaos. Uh, pet rescue, or dog rescue, pet rescue? I think it's pet rescue. Um, 
and they're great. Um, my parents got their dog from them. My, my best friends got their do- two of their dogs from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a hassle, but I love them. Both of them. They're great. Yeah. yeah. They bark at you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might be getting a little bit better. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, I've been wondering, you know, maybe I should get some uh, dro- dog treat to throw to them every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll kind of start getting used to me or something. Yeah, yeah. I think Sadie, when she barks, I think it's just because Finley starts okay. barking. Yeah. She's She loves people. If I brought yeah. her over here, she'd be in heaven because she just... She'd want you to pet her the entire time. She'd love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Finley, we've talked about it. I think he just has, I don't know if it's anxiety or like territorial issues. Something's going on with him, but yeah. it's something we definitely need to work on. Yeah. Um, what do you just find really satisfying in life? Like when you're doing it, it's, is it your art or is there, is there anything else that you just... Huh. Okay. Yeah, that's I've never been asked that question ever. Huh. Honestly, like I think hanging hanging like remodeling, hanging drywall, mudding, taping, I, I hmm. think fixing light switches mm-hmm. is I just had to do that cuz one of ours broke. Um putting that together and having it just at work is really satisfying to me. Um you saw me the other day dismantling my workbench yeah even doing that i think building and taking things apart is just really satisfying yeah you know it's it's enjoyable because there's there's a final product you can see there's no abstract there right it's a physical thing you can say i made this even if you're just following instructions right you know building a shelf like i did Mm -hmm. literally the other day um it's nice to see the 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 fruits of your labor you know right yeah, I know what you mean. Like getting something done, I, I find myself like after completing a project, it's like I'm walking by and I just pause. I just want to look at it for a yeah, minute. yeah, 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 <laughs> before going on because there's that satisfaction of mm-hmm. like completing something and seeing something tangible from yeah. your work. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what do you find yourself? Um, what's interesting to you? to think about or what do you find yourself just kind of puzzling over and thinking about uh, is there anything in particular huh I don't know I think I, I'd have to think about that for a little bit honestly I'd, I, I my mind wanders yeah. you know especially working from home now there's no distractions co-workers aren't talking to me constantly yeah um, it just tends to it tends to wander wherever it goes. I wouldn't say there's anything specific, but okay. I do do a lot of thinking. Because I'm kind of more of, um, I guess, more of a philosophical thinker. Like, I yeah. kind of think about, you know, like, what's the purpose of life? What's behind it all? Just yeah. stuff like that. And I, I, but I think I might be a little odd in that, like, I think maybe, and I don't know, but I think other people might be kind of more practical thinker, like, how is this going to work out for my day to go well? Or, uh-huh. you know, I don't know how other people, what they tend to just be wrestling with in their minds a whole lot. You know? Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, any, um, kind of routines or practices that's meaningful to you? Just, uh, things you kind of do that, um, are an important part of your life. 
I gotta have coffee. coffee. I know we've <laughs> talked about this. You you were cutting back. I know, right? For a oh, little yeah. bit. <laughs> I like coffee too, but I, yeah. I kind of had to co- uh, cut back because, um, yeah, the, um, I think it's better now. But yeah, the doctor, I was having some trouble with my voice, and the doctor oh, really? said, um, "Yeah, he said they did a scope." And said, well, you're red in your voice box. It's probably mm. from acid in your stomach. Mm-hmm. You need to cut back on yeah. stuff like coffee and caffeine yeah. and spicy food. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my, my mornings are, it's, it's, I need the routine. It's the same mm-hmm. every morning. I wake up, brush my teeth, shower, hang out with Lauren and Julian, eat breakfast, kind of start the day that way, calming, you know. Yeah. Um, make coffee, drink it. Yeah. And then, and then it's you know it used to be drive an hour to work, yeah. Um, listen to a podcast, whatever, um, radio, <laughs> depending on what what uh, what's on at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I get to work, the reason I get to work, I think I've told you this. I get to work like I'm the first one there. Mm-hmm. I need the I need the silence. I need to like warm up. <laughs> I just need. I don't need people talking to me the minute I walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just need to sit there and kind of be alone with my thoughts, mm-hmm. get everything organized for the day. Because um, I don't have a set schedule of things I need to do at work. Mm-hmm. It's whatever comes that day mm-hmm. I need to take care of. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, that morning routine really just sets me up for the rest of the day. Is Starting off, you know, I have, I have to brush my teeth at a certain, you know, it's going to sound crazy, but it has to be at a specific time. I have to shower before whatever. And it's, it's partially to stay on time, but also it, it, it keeps me less stressed for some yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is, but yeah, just having that set morning routine really, like you said, sets me up for success that day. Right. Yeah, I can relate to that. Not that I have to do things at a certain time, but if there's <laughs> certain thi- there's just certain patterns I fall into that kind of makes the most of my morning I yeah. guess kind of yeah. getting going in the right way so what podcast do you listen to oh there's a few of them um so there's one that's that's called uh behind the bastards pardon my language um but it's about history's worst people okay people you know I I this is kind of a a no-brainer example but uh one of them was about like Hitler and like him, you know, leading up to him coming into power, mm-hmm. and it's 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 historic. It's a historical podcast. Hmm. Um, another one is uh, things. Is it things you should know? I think that's what it's called. It sounds familiar. Like I've checked that one out before. Yeah, I'm gonna double check real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of history, you ever listen to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History? No, but I someone at work recommended that to me. Is it good? It's really good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll have to look into that. They're they're long. They could be like a four or six hour episode. That's fine. <laughs> but um, it only comes out like once every couple of months or gotcha. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's called Stuff You Should Know. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, and then my dad just got me on one called Producing the Beatles. Hmm. Uh, we're really big Beatles fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I haven't started listening to it yet, but he just recommended me that one. So I'm going to start listening to that hopefully soon. Yeah. Any other types of media that you like to consume, like books, movies, or what do you, you know, like to take in? Yeah, uh, music. Music, uh, okay. Big, uh, big fan of music. I, I've been playing guitar. Oh man, sixteen years now. Since I was twelve is when I started. Oh, so you're a guitar player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my dad taught me two things. 
he taught me how to play the D chord, and then he taught me one scale, and he's like, the rest, you're on your own. Huh. So um, I took lessons, I think, twice. One, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the music uh, store, Nottleman's. They have a few. Yeah. They have a few around uh, right. the counties. Um, but I started taking, I took lessons there for maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. My teacher was some high school kid who could not care less. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know how to read music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play by ear and I uh, use tablature. Okay, yeah. Which is the easiest way I found to, uh, to learn. Um, and then I took lessons with this guy named Duke, mm-hmm. who lives off of Old Sappington mm-hmm. in, uh, in Crestwood. Awesome guy. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think I just stopped going. I don't know why I stopped going, honestly, but I, th- I just think I called him. I was like, I'm going to skip this week, and I just never went back. What kind of music do you like? Ooh, all kinds of music, I would say. I like a lot of folk. Um, I like punk rock, um, alternative. It really just depends on what mood I'm in. I really like jazz. I did a lot of jazz stuff um, when I took uh, lessons with Duke. Um, mm. Pop, some pop. Um, yeah, just all. I, I mean, I'm really open. Mm-hmm. Lauren's more open than I am. I, if you look at my iPod that I have from high school, uh, it's the same music mm-hmm. <laughs> from ten years ago. You know, um, like any particular artist in, in, that you enjoy, or uh, the, uh, the Beatles. The Beatles. Um, okay. There's this, there's this um, Australian punk rockabilly band uh, called The Living End. Okay. That's really, really good. Um, the Avett Brothers. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're like a folk country pop hmm. kind of um, brother band. Okay. Um, the Milk Carton Kids is another f- like hmm. old timey folk. Um, yeah. So are these older artists or are they recent, but just kind of an older? Well, it's folk style. I guess it's yeah. It's just an older older folk. style of music, but um, yeah, they're not. They're not. Um, I'd say the Avid Brothers maybe are at their oldest or 40. Okay. And I don't know how old the, the yeah. guys in Milk Carton Kids are, but they're younger. Yeah. They're not, it's not like Bob Dylan. Okay. You know. Yeah, that's Not that he's old or anything, but. <laughs> oh, he's pretty old now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was just listening to, um, well, I just was reading, listening to an audiobook, a biography uh-huh. on um, um, the Apple guy, um, Steve Jobs. Oh, Steve Jobs, yeah. He's a really big Bob Dylan fan. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I've been thinking about Bob Dylan lately and just, anyway. And he was into the Beatles, too, Steve Jobs. But yeah, okay. He's an artist, you know, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like in the, in the design sense. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're, you're mentioning your, um, your relationship with your dad. And um, how has that, um, you know, as you've growing through adulthood... Are you guys still close? How, is there anything that you do to kind of maintain that relationship? Or have you drifted away um, more than you would like to as you've grown older? Or I would say the only way we've drifted away is that I, I live further. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I still see him every Friday. Oh, do you? Yeah. Um, he watches. They watch Julian for us. Okay. And I oh. pick him up on Fridays because Lauren works until 630, mm-hmm. which is a little much for my parents. Um yeah, um, I would I, I would say as time goes has has gone on, we've grown closer. Okay. Cool. Um, like I mentioned earlier, when I was a kid, we used to butt heads. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was just a, a dumb teenager, mm-hmm. thinking I was right, even though he had my best interest in mm-hmm. mind. Um, well, how do you spend time together? I help him with projects around the house because he's okay. getting up there. He's not he's not 
old, but you know, I, I can, I'm 28 and I can barely lift a sheet of drywall by myself. And he's 66, almost 67. Mm-hmm. So, um, we play music a lot. Um, oh, listening to music? Play it. Play oh, it. My dad plays, he's plays guitar yeah, his too. first instrument was drums. Okay. Doesn't do that anymore. Um, but yeah, he plays keyboard, sings, guitar, hmm. a little bit of bass. Um, he actually, him and his buddies, um, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they used to be uh, in a band together and they would record on their, they each have the same exact uh, recorder, like digital recorder. Mm-hmm. They'd record their part, send it off to the next person. They'd mm-hmm. record their part. Mm-hmm. And then one guy, whoever they assigned would do the mixing for them. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Hmm. Um, and that, that was really cool. I don't know if they do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him about it in a while, but he still writes music. Mm-hmm. And you guys get together and just play together, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother, uh, he's a keyboardist. Okay, wow. Um, and he plays with us when he can. He lives um, in the city, mm-hmm. and he has a weird work schedule because he's a waiter. Um, so he's kind of not really around all that often. Um, but when he does, we usually all get together and play a little bit. So do you ever play for other people, or is it just by yourselves? Uh, in high school, I used to play in a band. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, we used to play. Um, there's this really crummy bar in South County near Ronnie's called the house of rock. Hmm. We used to play there all the time. Uh, it wasn't fun, uh, hmm. but we got paid, mm-hmm. which was great. So we'd, we'd trick all of our high school friends to come see us mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we'd, uh, you know, make a couple hundred dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do a battle of the bands at Merrimack um, community college mm-hmm. in their gymnasium. We won, I think we only won once and we got in third place the, second time or something like that mm-hmm. but that was crazy we got like a thousand dollars split amongst wow. four people That's that was good. a lot of money yeah. back then mm-hmm. uh for you know a couple of high school kids um, sure yeah and we used to there's this studio we did we recorded some some stuff mm-hmm. it's not good mm-hmm. um in my opinion <laughs> um at, at a couple studios downtown uh jupiter studios was the the last place we recorded at and there's this other place called Shock City Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I believe they were both off of Compton and Locust in mm-hmm. that area, down by SLU. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I, I miss doing it, but I'm so out of practice. Um, the last show I played was my wedding mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. years ago. Um, mm-hmm. So my, dad's, my dad used to play in this wedding band called Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like a horn section, you know, bassist, guitarist, drummer, singer. Really good. Really, really good. They've played every single one of my siblings' weddings. Hmm. So hopefully they're still around when my youngest sister gets married. But mm-hmm. they're getting up there and they're, they're not a lot, not as fast as they used to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I used to really, really like playing out, but not, not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Just, just nerves, I think. Hmm. Our family used to be involved in contra dancing. Have you heard of it? Contra. What is that? I've heard of it. It's, I don't know what it is, though. It, it's kind of like country dancing, I guess. It's a little bit like square dancing, only it's not. But it's recreational in that same way. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get dressed up in any kind of costumes. You just wear street clothes and tennis mm-hmm. shoes and so forth. And it's a social dancing where there's a caller, but there's a... And they lead you through the movements, and okay. you kind of okay. end up wind, making yourself up and down this line with other people. Um, but it's like it's live music, and we mm-hmm. used to meet at a place in Maple, see Maplewood, um, 
Webster Groves it was. Okay. A neat yeah. old place with a wooden floor, and the band would be like fiddles and upright bass. Oh, that's and cool. Banjos and guitars and things like that. And uh, it was really a lot of fun. They're not, you know, doing it now because of the um, virus and everything. But, yeah, yeah. That's cool. But um, Yeah, but it's kind of like folky, you know, if you're yeah. into some folk music too. Um, well, you know, before we wrap up, is there just anything, you know, on your mind that you would enjoy talking about or anything you want to ask about or bring up or anything like that? No. <laughs> nothing nothing off the top of my head. Okay. Well, it's been good talking with you, Dan. Same. Just getting to know you better. And, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad to have you for our neighbor. Yeah, same. If you use a podcast app like iTunes, please give a review of Conversations About Life. Mm-hmm.